This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, lovelings! It's me! Olivia Kennedy, but you can call me Liv, and I'm joined today by... Jeremy Cobb. <laughs> but Zariah Getchell calls me Geronimo the Cobb-tacular. Oh. 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 I love, look, I love a good tacular, you know? Yeah. Anything yeah. with pop a cheeky tacular on it. Oh, excellent. Stuff. Yep. Excellent. Oh, my God! This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragon. <laughs> Full Prince vibe? Woof. <laughs> Makes them even more black. Cake glitches and bitches. Lands in the cusp of a teaspoon. Oh, no. On a nat 20. No. You think this is just a game? That's disgusting and I love it. Yeah. We're about to get into something real big now. Uh, my my character on uh, on um, Fallout New Vegas is named mm-hmm. Slamtacular Stan. Oh, what a... T- that sounds like an accolade. That sounds like, yeah. you know, like... He's slamtacular. <laughs> he is... Oh, uh, I've, I've he has no, like, melee abilities, though. He's only good at shooting. <laughs> so oh, it makes shame. no sense. He's never slammed anyone. <laughs> it's a shame. I would love to see him do a slam, you know? So, come on, slam. A lot of people are pro-slam for slamtacular stuff. Yeah. It's Ex- just- that's exactly what I say. Yeah. I say, uh, come on and jam and welcome to the stand. <laughs> Yeah, very uh, good. Or come on and slam and welcome to the stand. That's is, what it is. Is this? Um, I know that we've just started the episode, but is this on your Twitch channel? Do you mean? <laughs> yes, very yes, cool. yes, it is. Uh, Casual Quest Live, Twitch.tv/slash Casual Quest Live. I stream every Tuesday and Thursday. Come check us out because we're actually very close to Twitch affiliate. We're only twenty. We need. We all. All we need is twenty-two followers, uh, and we'll be Twitch affiliate. We have everything else. You're not Twitch affiliate yet. I'm literally going to go now and and see what I can do. I'm going to retweet some yes. stuff. This is what no. Just, this, yeah, go follow us. Get us to Twitch affiliate. It's wild. We're right there. It's wild yeah. that you're not a Twitch affiliate. You know, like I, I cannot, I cannot stand that. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it like right now. Um, but yes. Help me halflings. Come on, halflings. Help us get to Twitch affiliate. Wait, wait. Uh, what? Remind also, me again. I also, this is genuinely just uh, for me. It's Twitch. It's twitch.tv yeah. slash casual quest live. Casual quest live. Wonderful. Uh, and it's, it's, I'm usually the one on camera, uh, mm-hmm. but it's also uh, Taylor, Taylor mm-hmm. Svetkovich, who has been on, uh, I believe he, I, he and I did a kickback okay. oh, quite a while ago, mm-hmm. and he also created the game Paradox Perfect. So in oh, some sense, fantastic. he has been on both, uh, both 3BH and Icebreaker. Oh, yeah, uh, this is true. This is very, very yeah. true. Uh, and also, uh, D6, my girlfriend, uh, is also usually on mic for that. Uh, and yeah. designed our little banner and our oh. little profile picture. Oh, wonderful. I'm yeah. literally writing a tweet right now. Sorry, Halflings. We'll get into the episode in like just a second. Jeremy's <laughs> channel 
isn't it's a lot of fun a, it, affiliate yet question mark um no we're uh, so close we're on the cusp we hit everything else we get them to 50 followers on twitch please <laughs> yeah uh, Thank you, Liv. I okay. greatly appreciate it. That's okay. It. I mean, look, I, I just wild. I, I don't know if this will work. People might be like, no, Liv, fuck off. And I'll be like, all right, fair enough, fair enough uh -huh. everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there we go. It's tweeted. You can, I mean, if you Thank follow you, me Liv. on uh, at Olivia does, no, at does dark magic on, on, on Twitter, you can see that tweet and you'll, and yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, enough of the, <laughs> the plug-in. We usually do this <laughs> at the end of the episode. What are we doing? Yeah, if we started up front. Uh, Start off. And also, if, hey, even if you don't like Fallout New Vegas, we also do Human, uh, Human X, Deus <laughs> X Human Revolution on Thursdays. We stream Tuesdays oh. and Thursdays. Uh, and uh, we're still mar marveling at Adam Jensen's incredible shoulders. Of course. Uh, they yeah. are the largest shoulder pads Lord. I've ever I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's yeah, it's like cyberpunk Clint Eastwood, uh, but like he just okay. does delts all mm -hmm. at the gym. All he does is just delts, pumping those delts. Excellent yeah. stuff. That's really cool. Nothing um, but I love that. I wish that was me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of live just with these huge, huge, huge shoulders, oh. uh, but oh. nothing else. Yeah, it's just a complete. <laughs> just bulbous uh, <laughs> um but apart from talking about our our other projects jeremy what are we doing today what's happening today, today we're we're cracking open the ask the halflings channel on our discord once again it. to answer some of your questions mm -hmm. all of them and maybe not some of them yeah yeah, well, not maybe not all of maybe them, but of them. we're gonna get through some of them. Yeah, uh, and this time we've actually we've we've created a system which allows us to more easily keep track of which ones we've answered. Yeah. So we think we're on it. We're gonna mm -hmm. start with with Johnny E D I C or Johnny Edic. I'm not really sure which yeah. you prefer, Johnny. Let us Edic. know, uh, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Yeah. Uh, have you ever played a character haphazardly slash devil may care slash with a death wish who managed to live through something that their renegade attitude should by all rights have killed them hmm. and they became a more fully realized slash iconic member of the party and if so tell us about him yada yada hmm. oh but as an addendum Ooh. uh oh this is completely different okay. uh this is this <laughs> has nothing to do different subject this is yeah this is not a this this part is less of an on-air question okay. but the first part uh is is absolutely yeah. an on-air question sure um okay so i the only the, a recent example i can think of uh and i don't know why i went into the it with this attitude but you know when we played thirsty sword lesbians with friday very recently mm -hmm. here here mm -hmm. on the podcast um I, I, my character she just i don't i didn't intend for her to start off like this way but she just she was she she was way too ready to die she was <laughs> she like Jas, uh, jasper's character was literally like um a beast person and yeah. like she was actively antagonizing them uh <laughs> and like we like like they were going feral and she was just like ooh ooh what are you going to do oh what are you going to do and uh <laughs> i did i was like maybe she'll die maybe she will uh and you know what that's fine that's part that's part of the story but uh, yeah for some reason uh you you both kept her around even though maybe it's something to do with the fact that, you know we 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 try to keep we try not to kill each other off during one shots ideally <laughs> that would true. be wild <laughs> it hasn't worked every time but true <laughs> Wait, uh hasn't it <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh 
we we mm-hmm. I guess well no the one time it hasn't uh at least one time that it hasn't mm. was um uh the nadpod paradox perfect where oh, no. mo- like half of the pair I think half of the party was killed at one point <laughs> uh for those of you who haven't listened to it essentially mm-hmm. uh you should yeah. it's very funny mm-hmm. but half of the party was really pro Kevin Costner yes and the other half was seriously anti Kevin Costner <sighs> I didn't even know uh, there was another half I thought it was just it was just the one half just no, all pro no. Kevin Costner Okay. Uh, so I think I don't know. No, I don't think anybody was Costner neutral except for maybe Caldwell's character. Sure. Uh, Caldwell's character may have been called a Costner neutral, but I don't remember. Okay. But I do know that both uh, Jake and Emily's characters were super pro Costner. I could have absolutely guessed that. I could have absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and Murph and Jasper's characters were super anti Costner. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and, for sure. And it was mainly Murph's. It was mainly Murph's <laughs> character. And Jasper's character was a kid who like looked up to Murph's character and so became anti yeah yeah exactly (laughs) so towards the end of the session kevin costner himself materialized like he appeared oh yeah turned into pvp instantly (laughs) instantly oh no was it just like i'm gonna defend uh mr kevin costner with my life and then just yeah it was like yeah. it was like uh murph and jasper immediately like opened fire took us away yeah, like, like... started trying to murder <laughs> kevin costner i think like both jake i forget it i forget which one it was but it might it was either jake or emily mm-hmm. uh counter-attacked while the other one was like get down mr costner <laughs> and like threw mr. their President. body in the and i don't they wouldn't have said mr costner because they were both like his children uh what? one of them was like his yeah so <laughs> So, okay, yeah. Jake was playing Calvin Costner, right. which was the son of Kevin Costner. Right. And mm. Emily was playing Kevin Costner, who was a character, <laughs> who was just a, a, an urchin, an urchin who was on a, a cruise and uh. met Kevin Costner and was adopted by him as his true <laughs> child. In case, in case you weren't aware, for some, some reason, I assume that you've listened to NAPOD. If you're here listening to, to us, if, if not, oh, hey. Oh geez, what's up? But like, um, hey. uh, the, the pod crew are very funny people, and it's always a <laughs> always a pleasure. Very funny, very good. Yes. Um. Uh. And yeah. So, so I think one of the one or both of their characters died. Oh. Uh, the the anti Kevin Costner characters just were die were dead. Yeah. But because of the way that game works, they came back in a new form. Cool, including uh, a child. The child. Yes. Died. Brilliant. The, right. the elephant, because he was also an elephant. Uh, he was both an elephant mm. and a child. So the elephant, yeah, the elephant child died, I believe, and then was immediately resurrected. It is beyond me as to why I haven't listened to it yet, because it's exactly my shit. No, I know it's exactly my shit, and and I haven't listened. Like even like before. Before I joined the the, the pod, uh, I I literally was like, "Damn, gotta what, gotta get me some of that," and like just having because you know things happen. But I'm gonna do it. Everyone, call me out on it if I haven't watched uh, listened within um, a time frame. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I I highly recommend it. It is uh, as we said before, and I actually uh, I think Jasper recently spoke to the crew at NADPod, and they basically agreed it is possibly the most unhinged recorded thing involving those people. Amazing for us. <laughs> like it, it has NADPod live show energy, yeah. But like amped, 
Yeah. Uh, like even, was in a very even they were like, man, that was mood. that was wild. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> was it a fever dream? We, you know, who could say it was recorded at but, parts? Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's a, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed just after it would have been would have been such a time would have been. A yeah. Good time. OK, so I have I have yes. another answer to this question. OK, cool. Uh, okay. I don't think I've had such an NP uh, such a PC. Um, I may have had an NPC and I just can't remember, but somebody who like should have died, mm. but then managed to survive and mm. then changed afterwards. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have played in games, I think where there have been characters who started out as more, you know what? My character, Dennis Colspring, actually, he didn't, yeah. he had more of a devil may care attitude. Mm. I think when we started, but it wasn't really him who should have died. It was that one of his friends died. And uh. ever since then, he completely changed. This was in yeah. uh, the first game that Jasper DM'd. Mm. Um, we, and actually the titular black halfling of this show. Mm. Uh, oh, Dennis it's, it's the rogue, a, right? Is he a little rogue? He, he was, a, he was a monk. He was a monk. shadow monk. monk. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he, he had a friend uh, named uh, Gundan Maul who died. Gundon was tragically killed just before he would have met his father, oh, uh, which was adding insult to injury. We mm -hmm. didn't even realize that at the time. And he was like on the cusp. And uh, we, I think Dennis was so hurt by Gundon's death that mm. he became much darker and much more serious. Yeah. And, was, and his whole philosophy changed from being like, yeah, we'll just fight him and beat him to like, there are forces in this world that are more powerful and that are, <laughs> we are not the one pulling the strings, but there are other entities. There are countries, there are nation states. Uh, there are evil beings with these nation states controlling like the, the rules rulers of these places and the people with the real power are controlling everything and we, we begin to contemplate uh, exactly <laughs> we are we are outmanned outgunned outnumbered outplanned i don't remember outgunned outmanned outnumbered outplanned yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like <laughs> we need to address this and dennis basically became batman with an urchin <gasps> army of robins dennis uh but yeah, he he yeah. he attracted. He started. He became a businessman and started buying up real estate, mm -hmm. as well as like uh, I think various businesses. And it's, he that's such he a adopted you thing to do, Jeremy. <laughs> 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 like be Batman, but also like have a regular steady part like thing that you do on the side, like a side gig, and it's real estate. Well, this was funding the Batman. Yes, this was funding my Batman operations. Exactly. I, I adopted all of the city's uh, urchins, not mm -hmm. like legally, but I basically mm -hmm. let them all come work for me and live yeah. at my facilities mm -hmm. and they were all like working at my hotel and stuff but in the meantime they were all being trained in like the martial arts and various other like some of them were being trained in magic uh, like the whole party got in on this and mm -hmm. we were all training these little kids and then we were sending them out to fight crime and oh, we started no. to send them to other cities as well and so it the was like we're just gonna clean this place to children up this episode apparently like <laughs> <laughs> look the children's lives were being improved it good, was a good. net improvement Improvement. That's good. They were being paid a ton. They, they were being paid more than the average over person. Over their heads, you know. Yeah, they were they were actually fairly rich. Yes. A lot of these kids became fairly rich off of this because I was paying them a lot of money. Good for them. Compared to like how much even the average person gets paid in that world. Mm -hmm. so, I, it's yeah. if when you listen, if somebody were to listen to this out of context, just like the kids were rich. I paid them so much money and now they're rich, you know? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> there were uh, there were no I don't think there were any in-game fatalities before we had stopped playing. Okay. At least not that we had discussed. So to my knowledge, there was no harm to these children. That's good. Good, you yeah. know, that's that's great to hear. <laughs> um, I think apart from that, I can't think because like, I mean, 
I'm sure a lot of people out there understand this, but like, because I, I get like, I get so attached to my character and I'm like, oh, they can never die. I will not allow it. You know, like, <laughs> so a lot of the time I am trying my best to kind of keep them alive, but it is, it is sure. very freeing when you kind of get, have that attitude. I will say as well that there are like, um, RPGs that are specifically like designed for you to know, oh, after this, this session is done, this character's dead regardless. So like, mm. um, uh, you've got like oh, 10, can- 10 candles. Yes, it is 10 candles. 10 candles. Yeah. Um, uh, there's another one I'm going to look up, uh, which is also good, but yeah, 10 candles, you know that your character is going to die by the end of it. And it's going to be in some spooky, horrific way. And it's going to be fun. So you just may as well like lean into it. Um, there's also, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to find best left buried, um, which is a, uh, a great, uh, little RPG by, um, soul Muppet, which is very like kind of old school, like, like Dungeons and Dragons vibes. Um, and like basically it's highly likely that your character is going to die um and uh yeah no it, it, like it's just mm. like oh i'll just do whatever i want this is wild cool and then you just kind of go for it and it's it's really cool i like it a lot alien rpg is another i think oh okay. where in in like i know in uh there there are two different modes one of them is like basically a film mode mm. where it's like this is a, built for a one shot made to feel like an alien movie mm. and the idea is most of the characters will die oh, okay that uh, makes sense and then the aliens going around yeah <clears throat> yeah sense. and then there's a there's a longer campaign mode in which still people probably will die but mm. it's less immediately lethal yeah my understanding is that cyberpunk tends to be fairly lethal as well yes. compared to like D D, for example. oh for sure yeah i mean like um in any kind of piece of of media to do with cyberpunk uh like there's gonna be death and destruction um i think kind of uh, the rpg playthroughs i've seen of cyberpunk tend to try to veer away from it more but i think that death is just a big part of, of the game um and yeah i think you should just have like a, a supply of characters at the ready because yeah it, like at any time it's all gonna pop off you know oh, i love cyberpunk mm. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Should we move on to the next question? Uh, yes. Yes. The next question is by Fadrin Stone. Thank mm. you, Fadrin. Uh, I'm re-listening to The Cub and the Caterpillar, and I forgot that most of it was streamed. But mm. I'm struggling to find any evidence of this, though. So my question is, is it behind the paywall, or can I watch the OG Wagadu story for Freezies? Huh. Uh, the answer is... It is, in fact, behind the paywall. It is ah. on the Patreon. If you, I believe at any level, if you join the Patreon, okay. you will have access to all... I just checked to mm -hmm. confirm this. Yes. I believe all of the Wagadu Chronicles episodes are up on our Patreon okay. that were streamed. Uh, or, uh, uh, including, like, both both seasons, uh, mm -hmm. Cub of the Caterpillar and Curse of the Spider Queen, mm -hmm. but Cub of the Caterpillar was the only one that was streamed. Mm. Uh, so, and it wasn't actually most of the season. It was actually about half. Okay. We stopped. Oh, no, we did do, we did stream more than half. I didn't yeah. realize. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first, uh, we also started just recording episodes as well, I mm. think, after that. Uh, but we streamed up through, I think, episode 10 or 11. Okay. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much so that's that's the answer. More of a logistical question, but it's also good to know. 
Good, very yeah, good. for anybody who is yeah, who is <laughs> trying to find the old Wagadu streams and you want to mm-hmm. see uh, me, Jasper, and Dunati. Mm-hmm. And I believe we actually recorded, let me just check this. I, I believe we may have also recorded, vi- we recorded video. Yeah, mm. we had you. So if you want to see us with Lou and Alan in some of the episodes, yes. oh my uh, go check those out. Um, as well can i on just as a side note um <clears throat> i've been watching i've been catching up with like dimension 20s like other seasons um mm-hmm. i watched uh never after which is mm. super sick and if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it like it's so much fun the premise is basically like it's very like kind of gothic horror um and it's kind of like a very brothers grim vibes um yeah. but it's like fairy tales um yeah and uh, <laughs> Lou Wilson plays Pinocchio. And when <laughs> uh, when the character entered and Lou was just like, hi, yeah, I'm Pinocchio, blah, blah, blah. Like, just, I was like, oh no, oh, this is gonna get so old so fast. Then cut to me in a few <laughs> um, episodes where I'm like, this is this is the best fucking character I've ever seen. Oh my God, I love him so much. Everything he did just cracked me up. Just And also, yeah, I was like, I'm flawed. Good stuff. Big shout out to Lou Wilson, basically. <laughs> yeah, it, I know what you mean. Where it's like, oh, this could easily go wrong, but it doesn't. Yeah, it, it, just, doesn't. it ends up just being like, oh, it's part of the character. Yeah, like there's like a scene. Uh, spoilers for later on, but there's a scene where a, this little wooden puppet boy is literally talking to someone and is acting almost like a, a, a mafia don, and it's just like there with like a cigar, and it's like not going anywhere because he doesn't have lungs, and it's just like kind of like festering <laughs> in his chest, and he's like, well, you know, I've been through a lot of shit. <laughs> I don't know why As my he's version talking, is his smoke just coming out. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why my version is very Mickey Mouse, but like <laughs> it's his very version funny. isn't super far off from Mickey Mouse. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, it just uh, just the comedy is just on point. Very good stuff. Yeah, very good. that it is. A, yeah, it was great. Um, mm-hmm. I I also wanted to say really quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's if you go to patreon.com slash tb halflings, you can uh, watch videos of almost every episode of the mm-hmm. Cub and the Caterpillar. And then if you want to just listen to them, you can listen to them on our feed for free. Yeah, on good, our podcast. Feed. I was gonna. They're all here. Say yeah, yeah. they're they're there. It's just like a little extra, a little extra. Mwah, little thing if you go to, to Patreon and take a look see. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. And also uh, uh, thanks if you are on our Patreon. We really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you very much to all patrons. Yes. Uh the next little bit here uh is from the next little bit. Next what? question yes, is from bit. Irish Rampager. Ooh. Uh Irish Rampager, thank you Irish. Mm. Are there any threads about how you all go about session 0 and character mm. creation? I'm with a couple of my players via Discord and I'm trying to get them to uh to think about their characters and backstories for a high magic fake campaign, mm. but it's difficult without a reference sheet of some kind. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, as resident GM, would you like to go first, Jeremy? Yes. Uh so let me see cuz I think we did actually cover this in mm. a specific episode. Mm. I'm looking through, let me see if I can find uh our list of episodes here. Mm-hmm. If I could I'm just I'm trying to see if I can find one about session 0 mm-hmm. uh to, so that we can Yes. Ooh. It is Squirrel Fight Club. And I I have to shout I have to shout them out. Lady Salvia on the Lady Discord Salvia. came swinging in. We <sighs> recently we recently did a a uh a a third anniversary uh little call with a number of our patrons and lady mm. salvia was there <gasps> and jasper had put together a quiz <gasps> of like 3bh trivia Amazing. and 
my goodness. Oh. Lady Salvia oh, came no. in and was answering questions that were Lady so Salvia? incredibly obscure. Oh yeah. my gosh. An like, OG rushed fan. It. Yes, and I have to shout Yes, and I have to shout this out because Lady Salvia answered the question. Yeah. The episode in question, for anyone who wants to hear more detailed response to this, is episode 43, Squirrel Fight Club, uh. running a session zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you find that one on the podcast feed, check it out. That one is that one talks all about session zero, but we can also answer it a little bit right now. Sure, uh, sure. You had you would ask me. So my mm-hmm. my tip is this. Um, ask them. So up front, I would say, uh, depending on whether you want to tell them during the session zero, like if you want to do character creation as part of the session zero mm-hmm. or if you want to uh, do it like in a subsequent session, uh, you should let them know what the the character what the theme is so mm. if it's high magic fake campaign that's great um and then thinking uh thinking about the characters and backstories just be like look i want because this is what i would do at least mm. uh if if for example the who their character is and what their backstory is is going to be particularly relevant mm-hmm. to the game usually the people i play with know this but i would let them know up front hey if you tell me, like, give me a backstory, the more you give me, the more I can work in and the more I can make this yeah, relevant to specifically absolutely. your character. Um, so if you if you like, I would say that up front, uh, you can say that during the session zero and say, like, I really want to use all of your backstories as mm-hmm. part of story for this campaign, even as part of world building. Maybe you'll meet people who know people from your backstories who are, or who yes. are from your backstories, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they, please please take a look at this uh and then like in terms of um what kind it can be helpful to give people an idea of the vibe you're going for Mm. so if it's like a specific genre which in this case it is high magic fey campaign so like high fantasy fey uh it can be helpful to give specific references where it's like oh here's something that discusses like the tropes or character types from this particular medium that was i know i did that for um uh, outlaws and obelisks Mm. i had sent everybody like a list of potential character tropes as well as themes that are uh, that exist in both westerns and post-apocalyptic stories, as well as themes that are common between uh, common uh, among the bo- the two of them. I mm. so I sent them that up front, uh, and then throughout potential archetypes throughout. Same thing with uh, Mavros. I'll be like, hey, there's you know stuff like the femme fatale and the mm-hmm. hard-boiled detective, uh, yeah. or the the waifish teen uh, who's lovelorn, or you know uh, different things like that. Uh, there's and I throw I will usually also throw out examples of characters that people have created for a setting mm-hmm. if if i'm like doing a setting again with a new group yeah absolutely like uh, yeah no um i completely agree with you yeah giving character examples is is super fun and i i love the idea of like giving them like something to to watch or or read or whatever it might be uh that come like might be in the similar setting i'm trying to think of one for like a high face setting i will preface this by saying uh irish Ram- rampage thank you so much for the for the question it was in uh 2022 so that's our bad but uh <laughs> it was in september <laughs> we, yeah no it was a, yeah yeah it was just, september of 2022 but yeah. i'm just glad that it was less of a year because last time yeah. i think we did it people had asked the questions uh more than a year Brilliant. previously we're getting better so, is the thing yeah so we're catching up we're we catching up folks say that away from us uh <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like a high fey kind of setting i can't even think i'm literally looking on google right now like ah, i don't know um there's a court of fey and flowers 
Uh, I oh, think yes. also just looking up like fey court art mm. as well as looking up lists of fey creatures mm. uh, and and classic fairy stories. Mm-hmm. I think all of those could be good ideas for something yeah. like this. Now, this this happened a long time ago, but mm. uh, this, yes, uh, yeah, they, these for anyone else, yeah, who uh, might be looking yeah. into that, um, would, yeah, look up Fey Fey stories, Fey art, uh, yeah. in that sort of thing. That, that would be helpful. Season two for me. of the Legend of Vox Machina, a, a bunch of that takes place in uh, in the Fey oh. realm. Uh, a so, court of Fey and flowers as well for uh, for D twenty. Yeah, yeah, it's all like, very very Fey. Yeah, no, um, I, oh God, I need to watch that one as well. I'm going through That's the good. backlog. I'm getting through it. Um, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm like watching all of them, but I'm also like having a spring, a sprinkle of the ravening war in between everything, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna go back <laughs> to this, and then blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, um, yeah, I, I love uh, those examples, Jeremy. Also, I I really want to touch on what you said about um, kind of discussing how you can discuss during a session session zero character stuff. Um, but something that you've done for me, and something that I have done, because I'm currently prepping for a big campaign myself um Ooh. which has been announced it has been announced yeah i'm gonna be um dming for Eurogamer's brand new uh um well not brand new it's called break quest club it's a DD game uh a DD Ooh. show that yeah that they did like a few episodes of um when johnny chiedini was uh, was the gm um but they have left and i'm gonna be taking over the the role so um oh, so yeah nice. yeah so there's um been a lot of um a lot of prepping going on and we're, we're getting there but um congratulations thank you i'm very excited it's gonna be it's gonna be fun but um but yeah like having chats one-on-one with with everyone and just kind of really getting into their backstory and then really like um and then like making suggestions and bouncing off of them like it's really really helpful like um jeremy the process of of like creating juji with you was uh really memorable for me because like i was just kind of like yeah i have like these kind of vibes and these things and you were like but what about this and i was like oh but what about that and then like <laughs> and then we just made something one of the honestly cooler backstories that i've made like if you haven't listened to um the curse of the spider queen spoilers for that but it's been out for a little while um but yeah like we came up with the idea that like uh juji was being like chased by the withered woman um who's just kind of like uh it's it which turns out to be her own like conscience conscience and guilt manifest and it's actually with a woman is her and I'm like, i don't even know how we got there but like it's it's so good and i love it it's juicy i love it a lot mm. um but yeah so i highly recommend yeah chatting to your players and just kind of like working with them yeah yeah i do highly recommend that as well it is mm. uh it worked not only with live but it is mm. yeah it's been great whoever i've done it with uh mm. it really helps i think it can just help to have mm. especially if it's like you have something in mind and what you were looking for for the campaign it's yeah. really helpful to be able to work with the players on that mm. um sure. Sure. Yeah, so I, I also want to th- throw a shout out to Ghost, who also helped to answer this question uh, in Discord by Ghost, suggesting some you. resources. Yeah, uh, Ghost, one of our beloved mods, uh, threw out some, some potential resources online, uh, or at least uh, what they could do, like Googling uh, D&D Session Zero. And it looks like Irish Rampager actually uh, looked for a squirrel fight club and hopefully found it. Fantastic. Hopefully found the episode. So hopefully all they right. got the answer, but now you all have the answer too. <laughs> Imagine like hearing your name mentioned on a podcast a year after you 
<laughs> ask the question. It hasn't been a year yet. It's almost. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> we're you're not right. quite. Yeah. Uh, we're almost. Um, yeah. Okay, I do want to answer Idlewind's question next. Because mm. uh, this is, uh, we can answer this on air and then I can post it in the in the Discord. Okay, cool. Okay. Request, can you post a brief statement that I can add to my homebrewed 5e campaign setting about how players can respectfully play characters of other real-world racial identities and ethnicities? Mm. I've learned so much from listening to 3BH podcasts on this, but cannot distill the essence into a clear, Mm. concise statement in my player's guide. Okay, so we're going to do a little bit of a powwow discussion, and then we'll make a formal statement in the, <laughs> in the Discord. Yes, um, we're gonna we're gonna work something out. So respect, mm-hmm. respect is I think is a big one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a little bit of research, yes, depending absolutely. on how much you're pulling from the uh from the from the culture in question. Mm-hmm. Um, can you think of anything else that you would say? respect research yes i i i honestly those are the two main things that came to mind for me um yeah not going like super like you should have a basic knowledge of like if you you can't just be like well you you can but um it would probably be better if you didn't just say hi i'm playing a black character like uh you know like what 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 else is 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 going on there like i guess it if it's if it's fantasy it might be like different but like are they from a certain region like mm-hmm. you know for example like um like african versus like caribbean that's an example i took from us right right now um but mm-hmm. um but like you know yeah try and think of like where they come from just it don't slap a color on someone and then that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the the amount of thought that you put into it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I did have this uh, come up recently. Uh, once again, uh, keep talking about cyberpunk, but it was during cyberpunk um, session. And um, and what's really fun about that game is that it kind of encourages you to like maybe play a race that you wouldn't normally play. Because um, mm-hmm. like you roll on on a table for your character. And um, I had a, a, a person who... Um, uh was of asian descent uh, um uh my partner chloe um ended up being playing a character um who was black and african i believe um and like mm. uh uh came to night city from like another place in the world and um yeah no it was just it was just really it's just really interesting how like because i think because chloe bless her heart she was like is it okay if i do that and i was like yes and of course like, <laughs> like you know you know when it's not like tourism you know i think it's i think it takes i think it's really a really good sign if you want to kind of put yourself in the shoes of somebody of a different race you know um Mm. as long as it's not exploitative in any way yeah or it's like some weird yeah as long as it's not like a weird tourish or fetish thing uh if it is a fetish thing i don't know that's something should be worked out amongst you and your other uh, players yes uh, yes but... and maybe you know maybe chat to someone else about that i don't know like uh, yeah. uh, consenting adults i don't know <laughs> uh i i have i can add to so we have respect uh which basically means don't uh like 
don't make sure you're not playing into stereotypes. Yes, if you are for sure. doing, for example, an accent mm. uh, or trying to bring up specific stereotypes, uh, for example, if you're playing a black character and you make a bunch of jokes about how they don't have a dad and that oh. seems to come in because like it's not it's one thing if it's like, oh, OK, that it just happens to be part of the story. Mm -hmm. uh, but if it's like, oh, you know, you're just making jokes and throwing that in. Yeah. That's like, whoa, this headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Oh, whoa. No, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Sometimes in like D&D, for example, um, people tend to kind of play up the stereotypes, quotation mark marks of, of their race in D&D or the species in D&D, yeah. you know, and it's kind of like, you know, it's not it's not like a green flag for you to just kind of be like enforcing stereotypes, you know? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I played, I, I, I did a session today, actually, where... Um, uh, one of the one of my player characters was called in um, by like uh, a, an orcish tribe, uh, well, an orcish clan, um, to do like a kind of like test of like uh, bravery and honor um, and stuff. And I made it so that the clan had had issues in the past about like not inviting like people uh, like who weren't full orcs, you know, blah blah blah. Mm. But literally, I made it a part of the story where it was like, yeah, I've been told by my council that that's really outdated and uh, you know. Uh, just uh, isolating for a lot of people and we're working on it and now everyone's welcome you know like, it's just mm -hmm. nice to kind of subvert things when when you can but yeah don't stereotypes especially if it's real world races that's that's not good not good at all yeah yeah mm -hmm.
Uh, I, yeah, I completely agree. And sometimes I would say it's worth looking up perhaps what the stereotypes are about Mm. a specific race or culture, just so that you can be aware if you are unintentionally falling into them, Mm. uh, or if you are in fact doing something that seems to like, oh, say you did want your character to have be on the, like their father had been not there for whatever reason, Mm. whether they were dead or kidnapped uh, or had left or whatever. Um, the, and you are playing a black character and it hadn't occurred to you that that was a stereotype about black people Hmm. definitely like do the research on what those stereotypes commonly are. Hmm. And so that you can then be like, okay, is this an element I want to include in my character? Or is there a way we can approach this? That is a subversion. Like, okay, Hmm. say it's one thing if the father, like, for example, maybe we can have the father not be like in prison or dead. Yes. Maybe it's, oh, he was kidnapped. Uh, if he's in prison, quote unquote, maybe mm-hmm. he was kidnapped uh, mm-hmm. for this purpose and has been trying to get back to the family. And it's not because he was some criminal or something, yeah. but because, you know, he had enemies. Maybe he was a hero mm-hmm. and was captured by his foes. Uh, and so part of the campaign could be freeing him. Uh, and then he goes back to being a hero. Uh, yeah. But it was like he's been trying or um I won't say from which story this is in D20, but there was a a situation where a character's parent uh, was not there. And we later Mm -hmm. discovered that the parent had actually been drafted into like basically like an interdimensional uh, (laughs) secret agent force. Yeah. uh, And had been wanting to get back to the child, Mm -hmm. but basically couldn't until this, Uh, like something like that. Um, So I think that's all part of respect. Mm -hmm. Uh, We said research that would, I would say research is looking up stereotypes, but also looking up elements of the culture, Mm -hmm. like that you might want to uh, respectfully include. Mm -hmm. So if it's like, yeah, if you're playing, um, We've been talking about black characters. Yeah, if you're talking, say you're playing a Caribbean black character, mm. maybe you could look into uh, certain, um, I so maybe certain cultural elements. Mm. Like again, it really depends on the game you're playing. Like yeah. it, you're probably not going to have a bunch of Caribbean influences in D and D. But exactly, might. that's why I was like when I was talking about, it, I was like, well, because that's not going to exist in the in the world. It's, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. It, so it's tricky, yeah. but it's definitely worth thinking about. Even like the sheer fact that you're thinking about it just fills me with hope honestly <laughs> like yes. um that's really good i also would suggest as well uh if you're with a group of people that you trust and i assume kind of think the same way as you uh if you're friends maybe ask them to hold you accountable if you do something yeah. that might not you, you might not even realize could be like offensive in any way somebody could be like oh actually maybe maybe don't do that maybe we x caught that um mm-hmm. you, you know like yeah it's it's always good to have to have other people kind of like backing you up a bit you know yeah i completely agree okay so this is what i'm going to say yeah the three r's Ah. the three r's Mm. respect respect research research and relax uh relax in this case means it's okay to make mistakes Mm -hmm. if somebody points out a mistake that you are making do not take it personally yes do not get upset yeah, mm-hmm. just go back to the drawing board, even talk with the person and make mm. the adjustments. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be the end of the world. Um, yeah. So I guess, yeah, we'll type out some version of that. We'll, but, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we would do but, it now, but we're, we, you know, we've got a certain We are recording an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm going, to, I'm going to type out uh, the three R's nice. uh, on, on, a, on a document, and then I'm going to post it in here later. Cool. Uh, 
while you're um, typing that out, um, oh, there are some questions. The next question, I have no idea what it's referencing. So maybe you will know, actually, Jeremy. Yes. Uh, okay, cool. Because I assume it's uh, Is this Lorekeeper's question? In, in, it's oh, from, this it's, is Kirimdor's question. Kirimdor, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. Lorekeeper, in response to your question, which is about the Squirrel Fight Club episode, I'll ask Jasper, but that is episode 43 of the show. Mm -hmm. So oh, we are currently that. on episode, we are at more than 200 episodes after that Ooh. one. So I will ask him, but it may that, that may be lost to time. <laughs> uh, so we shall um, see. Uh, yes, but yes, question... what device slash app did you use to uh, distort, yeah. amplify, distort Camel's voice? Uh, actually, Seth from the audio crew came in and answered that one. Ah. Uh, he used they they used a combination of delay, chorus, flanger, and reverb plugins native to Adobe Audition. Nice. Uh, it's so now they they actually have an FX preset named Camel. Uh, ah, amazing, but uh, they have not used it since O and O. But hopefully hmm. they'll be able to use it again. <gasps> More camels. More yes. camels for days. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, where, where should we go next? Where, where are we off to? Um, I, okay. Uh, Polarity Bear asks, as mm. the horror buff halfling, I'd be mm -hmm. curious if Jeremy has seen Barbarian and what his thoughts were <gasps> if he has. I haven't yet, but I'm going to write it down underneath I the three R's. I haven't either. Um, and, uh, uh, um, Polarity Bear, I, you know, I quite like horror as, as well. You know, I quite like it. <laughs> like, um, you know, Jeremy, let's just face it. You are very knowledgeable on a lot, a lot of things. So, like, you're just kind of, you know, you're just buff you know you're, you're just buff. <laughs> I'm the buff you're the buff yeah exactly um so like uh but but yeah no i quite like i quite like horror however <laughs> i haven't seen barbarian which is a shame it was actually available like on uh a flight that i took fairly recently and i was like should i watch it mm, i don't know um but yeah it looks really interesting and i've heard really good things about it um so i guess we can maybe take a look and then and then get back get back, get back yeah to, to, to polarity bear yeah. Um, thank you for Polarity Bear, who I've met yeah, in person. I met in person oh. uh, at uh, PAX Unplugged uh, oh, very lovely. briefly. Yeah. Very, very nice, nice individual. Cool. Um, Such nice see. people listen to the podcast. It's very, it's, it's lovely. <laughs> yes. Ah, this is Jamination. Yes. Uh, Jamination's question. Yo, Liv, we're in November now. We're in November. Oh my god! Oh my god! Look at I'm just go. trying to get through as many of these as possible. Yeah, you got, uh, this. You got this. Jeremy used to introduce himself as a friendly neighborhood DM. He is—he very clearly is not friendly. If you've listened <laughs> to any of his games, I live in Idaho, so he is very not neighborhood. My question is if he is less neighborhood or less friendly as a DM. I see. Interesting. Uh, what are the uh, parameters of neighborhood? Uh, <laughs> what are we thinking for that? See, I've thought of it as feeling, I guess, I because I do agree that in a literal sense, mm -hmm. I am not in the vast majority of people's neighborhoods. Sure, the overwhelming is, of people, yeah. the majority of people who listen to this You're show not in not mine? Yeah. You're not in, I, that's all I know, really. You're not in my mom's? <laughs> <laughs> that's true, I'm not in your mom's. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking that neighborhood kind of refers to uh, familiar and okay. neighborly and it's like okay. oh yeah there's jeremy it's like mm. he, he's he's a just he feels like he's just over there he, yeah. not in a physical sense but in a mm -hmm. metaphysical sense yeah i mean i think it depends on who you're asking because like i mean of course um 
as my friend, you are friendly. So that's great. Mm. But also I feel like, you know, we chat and hang out so much that to me, you are very neighborhood. I'm like, mm. it's like, oh, it's Jeremy. Yeah, I feel w warm and safe in that home, you know? Mm. Like, so, so yeah, to me, you are very neighborhood. So thank you. But, yeah. but Mike, the question is, mm. uh, as a DM, as a am DM. I less neighborhood or less friendly in your experience, Liv? I think it makes sense for you oh, to answer this since less you played or less. with okay. me as a DM. Okay, so... Or am I more less... friendly or more neighborhood? Yeah, the phrasing is, is, is freaking my mind. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> which uh, am okay. I more of when I DM? Which friendly or of? neighborhood? Fre uh, okay, so, so, so with neighborhood being a familiar presence, uh, you are more friendly because I never know what you're going to fucking do next. Uh, so <laughs> there's no, like, there's like familiar, like there's like a friendly familiarity there. So yeah, the friend aspect, but yeah, mm. like you'll do shit and I'll be like, oh, what, what, what are you doing? What? What? <laughs> so like that I can never like, you know, rest easy. Yeah. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Shit, like Jeremy, Jeremy, you're very good at pulling the rug out from other people, but in a fun Thank way, you. in a very fun Thank way, you. like, oh, you pull the rug out. Oh, I'm on a slide. We, you know, like, <laughs> that's a nice... I think Juji also had fewer nasty surprises in that season. Yeah. Uh, then because mm -hmm. if we're thinking oh, like every, gosh, yeah, like, yeah, because like Shamini had had a couple of rough ones. Abawade. Yeah, Abawade. Serious ones, uh, which the, Johnny up front mm -hmm. had said, hey, I want my character to have stuff that he doesn't remember from his past. Yeah. Uh, so I'll let you decide this. And I was like, all right. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so say? I did. And my goodness. Uh, mm. and, yeah, oh, and if you let me decide your backstory for you, you're going to get uh, <laughs> your, mm. your options are genocide or spooge. Yeah. Uh, historically Spooch. on 3BH shows. Uh, Liv still hasn't listened to Outlaws and Obelisks. Uh, no, no, I Go haven't. check that one out, Liv. Uh, I know, I want to. Just, I'm going through Dimension 20. Maybe I should have started with 3BH first. Maybe. <laughs> uh, and then, but like the thing is, I'm also, I got like halfway through like season, like the third campaign of Critical Role. I'm like, where, where do I go? What do I do? Okay, okay. Just next, work us into the rotation. Just work next, us into the rotation. Next, I'm, okay, okay. For, for, me and also for everyone uh which one should i watch no listen to next which one should i um to you should listen to i think outlaws and obelisks cool. but you should work in the nadpod two shot just in the midst of that in the midst of it okay cool yeah because it's just so much fun yeah 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 no but i, I think am outlaws genuinely excited yeah, I think Outlaws and Obelisks would be great. And then if you want to go back and listen to The Cub and the Caterpillar, as somebody mm. who has done, who was in season two, yeah. you would, I think going back and listening to The Cub and the Caterpillar and then listening to the sequel, you'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, dang. Oh, my God. It, it, like, it gives it a whole new feel. Because, like, like, I kind of liked, though, that because I, I was like, should I listen to it before, before we do... Um, because of the spider queen but i i kind of liked it in terms of like juji would have no idea what went mm -hmm. down so yeah. like everything like that like um spoilers again for, for curse of the spider queen that mooty was telling us and like the yes. whole like recollection that we had and stuff like that with kate was very fresh and very real so like i'm i am glad that i hadn't listened to that one yet mm. yeah i'm glad and those i will say those flashback episodes that mm -hmm. we did in curse of the spider queen are ruthless yeah uh, those are yeah. genuinely those were not friendly those uh, were nasty okay uh, 
Okay, that, but was it God. less friendly or less neighborhood? You know, like that's the question. Like, uh, ooh, yeah, well, uh, we'll ask we'll ask Jasper yeah. which one he felt less of. Yeah, Although, uh, which one? Outlaws and Obelisks is where I lost the moniker. They revolted, and towards oh. the end of the season, started were like all yes. of them were openly saying, "You are not friendly. Stop mm. saying that." <laughs> and, so, and when Emily finally joined them. in, I was like, "Yeah, oh. <laughs> we're gonna no. retire." <laughs> not so the I'm guessing, Oh, I'm. <laughs> guessing that I'm less friendly than I am neighborhood because they were the players were okay. okay with me keeping neighborhood part that I mm. had to get rid of friendly like like maybe they weren't thinking of the ramifications of the word neighborhood you know because you know like mm. there's a whole it's, it's 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 philosophical really isn't it it's all <laughs> yeah yeah could be yeah. <laughs> um I let's do one more okay let's do one more mm -hmm. um Sonia the rhymeless Mm. Uh, we're oh, we're still in November. All right, we're getting closer. <laughs> Ooh, it's hey, almost Christmas! Halflings. Yay! <laughs> I have I have two questions for the whole halfling huddle. Mm. Number one, halfling huddle's great, by the way. Yeah, very uh, good. Number one, not D and D related. What is your favorite dessert? Liv, what's your favorite dessert? Okay, so my favorite dessert is, it's like a three way tie. Um, mm -hmm. it's either uh, ch uh dark chocolate, specifically uh chip uh cookies. Um, with a glass of milk because I'm a baby or um, a nice gooey but not too gooey chocolate brownie mm. and a glass of milk because I'm a baby uh, or just mm. like like a, a nice a really nice ice cream but like ice cream that's like like there's a there's a place local to me that like where they make all of their ice cream like in in house and it's so delicious and they have so many lovely flavors and it's it's good stuff so yeah like those are my those are my top three uh, and mm. I'm also very picky when it comes to sweets so <laughs> yeah so it's not those are the only three I I, I do mostly so yes. yeah what about you Jeremy? okay uh, my answer is used to be cheesecake it used to be apple pie mm. but it is currently uh the baked apple icy skier uh skier is essentially icelandic yogurt mm. uh it's like an icelandic version of yogurt i don't think it's exactly yogurt but it's yeah. it's icelandic yogurt um it there is a specific brand called Izy, and they have a flavor called mm. baked apple. It is award-winning in Iceland, Ooh. and it is the greatest yogurt I've ever tasted, and it, it is not close. Um, Interesting. It oh. is not just me either. I have gotten several other people to try it, and every like every time but when they're trying, they're like, "Okay, let's give this." And then, oh, wow. So they wow. eat it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, our producers, Paul and Jess, are addicted to the stuff. Uh, oh, it is, <laughs> yeah, like I, because of me, like oh, good uh, job. <laughs> Paul, Paul saw me trying to get a, a tub of it and okay. it's only two. Uh, it just, they do not sell it in the US. Uh, mm -hmm. They sell it in the UK, but only yes, Marks I've and Spencer's and Waitrose sell oh, it. Because it's and, the top tier shit, right? Yeah, right, right. yeah. And you can't even get like half. Most Marks and Spencer's I go into don't even have it. Waitrose <sighs> seems to usually have it. Uh, mm. If you live in the UK or in a place that has Waitrose or Marks and Spencer, uh, go try it out or go to the okay. IZ website and see if they have baked apple. Okay. Like if they sell it in your country, it is unbelievable. Like Liv, I I cannot recommend it more highly. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give it a yeah. go. I will say that I like I said I am I'm, I'm picky. I'm so so picky. I would be delighted if I could add this to my roster. I would mm. love that. So I'll give it a go. I'll give it a yeah, go. Yeah, I think I think you'll probably like it. It's okay. really good. Uh, okay. like extremely good. I got my parents to try it too. And they were like, oh my God. Oh like my, my mom God. came over to the UK and bought like five tubs. 
recently. <laughs> I'll take eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second question, D&D related. Mm. How long does one of your D&D sessions usually go on for? Home games and professional games. Liv. Um, I would say home games used to be way longer, um, especially when you're sat around a table, like uh, mm. they, they tend to go on for like way, way longer. So if you're sat around a table, probably like four hours. Uh, mm. uh, online, like three to three and a half, I think. Mm. Um, and then uh, professional games, if you're running a game for somebody else, whatever they've paid for, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, and if it's like an actual play with us, then <clears throat> we kind of decide on a length of of like episode because like it's got to be episode length you know so yeah. so like a couple of hours i guess yeah 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 uh i can yeah i i in terms of home games often in the in the realm of like four hours usually yeah. at least two to two and a half mm -hmm. uh sometimes we get up to four the longest i've ever run i think was 10 or maybe Ooh. 12 uh nice. for a home game um yeah sometimes you just get in it man uh you and do. then it's great i love it yeah yeah it's yeah. a dream um the in terms of professional uh or at least uh yeah professional games usually if it's like a private professional game you're mm. usually looking at three four five hours mm. uh if you're doing it for a show then it is usually mm. going to be anywhere from like two two and a half to maybe three three and a half uh i I, yeah. maybe the longest was four i don't Ooh, even okay. i think in early in early cub and the caterpillar we were like aiming for critical role uh Ooh. lengths so Ooh, the episodes the early episodes daunting. were all like four three and a half but then like by episode five or six those mm. lengths really dropped and for most of the series it's around two to two and a half i think mm -hmm. i think outlaws and obelisks also comes in around two and a half mm. uh it's not D D, but when we did um uh big trouble in little manus we were aiming mm. for 90 minutes to oh. two hours for most of those episodes i think the the finale is longer but mm. most of them are around be. 90 minutes okay yeah for that one yeah. yeah, so quite quite a difference. I, I like I've uh, spoken about this in various different forms, uh, but um, I, there there is um, actually a video on Dicebreaker uh, called "How to Make Your Own Actual Play." So if you if you ever mm. wanted to do that and you were like, I don't know where to start, there's a video on Dicebreaker that I made about it. Um, I had a discussion with Wills in it, and we were like, there is a very big difference about playing D D or playing an rpg for yourselves and playing it for an audience and that's something that you have to kind of keep in mind basically so yeah it, it's 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 quite different it's an interesting question yeah thank you yeah. sonia thanks gang um but yeah i think i think we've look we've gotten to november i'm very proud of us jeremy <laughs> And I, the next proud. question is from, I'm looking at the list right now. Next question is from December. So we've arrived at December. Oh, oh my God. Happy holidays. Yay. Well done, everyone. Oh, we're getting close, Liv. I, 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 I think only one to two more uh, and we'll, we'll be caught up. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. We're getting there, gang. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, well, this has been, I can't wait to do another one. I love these. They are very fun. Yeah. Um, and also, don't forget, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to join the Discord and pop them in the Ask the Halflings channel, because we love to hear from you. We, yeah. we, we love it. We love it. Um, Jeremy, where can people find you on the internet? 
Yes, so you can find me on Twitter at JeremyCobb1. That is Cobb with two Bs and the number one. You can find me on Instagram at TheCobbMeister. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash casualquestlive, where I stream Thursdays, excuse me, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can find me also on The Quantum Reactor, a sci-fi movie review podcast starring myself and Andrew Coons, uh, releasing on Tuesdays. Just go, you can find us wherever pods are cast, and we also have a Discord uh, that I believe is in, the link is in the show notes, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. I think um, so. I think, is that all the places? I'm about to start popping up in a few more places, so stay Ooh. tuned for that. Uh, but I think that's all the places that I'm at Wonderful. right now. I look forward to seeing you pop up. Yeah. I wish I hadn't said that, Jeremy, but I, I do. Um, <laughs> but yes, fantastic. Also, where do you find you live? Uh, you can find me. Um, I'm at Dust Dark Magic on Twitter. I'm also at Olivia Dust Dark Magic on most of the platforms. I remember I said I was going to change that, and I am going to like right now, actually. Um, but <laughs> I'm gonna, so I'm going to be at uh, Dust Dark Magic everywhere. I think that's going to be me. Um, but uh, yeah, you can take a little look at that. Um, also, I'm over on Dicebreaker where we do all sorts of tabletop content, um, and and it's very exciting. I'm going to be doing more uh, GMing stuff. Um, well, uh, on Dicebreaker, but also on Eurogamer. So if you wanted to yeah. go ahead and and go to Eurogamer's YouTube channel and subscribe to them, I'm going to be on there soon doing some stuff. So yeah, um, uh, you can also go to youtube.com forward slash three black halflings where we, we make videos sometimes and put them up on the internet and it's very fun and cool. Mm. Um, and you can also uh, follow three black halflings like in, in so many places uh, yes. with the number three black halflings. So on Twitter, we're on TikTok, actually, I believe. Yeah, we're Instagram. on Instagram. YouTube. We're on you yeah youtube which so so many places yeah. um and also if you want to support uh the podcast which we really appreciate thank you so much to anyone who does um but yeah we are also on patreon uh we are uh tb halflings over on patreon so mm-hmm. if you wanted to check that out um do so and also things might be changing up pretty soon so you on the patreon yeah we're about to we're about to roll out some changes for the patreon um one last thing uh because i realize i always forget to plug it and i am actually on it uh i'm i've been on this for a long time warlock uh warlock um it it is basically a dnd ish anime audio drama uh that Mm. uses like dnd as a framework imagine uh my hero academia meets dnd uh the instead of quirks they are called legacies and everybody cool. in the world is like sorcerers uh with these sorceress superpowers uh except for one person the main <gasps> character of the show who is the first warlock uh i am not Ooh. the main character of the show i am what? a a sorcerer named xander quarkstream uh he is the <laughs> little smart kid with a huge afro and glasses that even bigger when heart. he pushes them up yes <laughs> oh uh, amazing my my legacy allows me to basically calculate probabilities at such a high level that I can predict what is going to happen in any oh, given scenario, including what so my opponents are going to do. So, so I can outplay them. Sort of. It's like num- yeah. it's like probability based divination. That's essentially. Fun. Yeah. That's really cool. I love yeah. that. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And I guess it's time to say so long, Shire folk. So long, Shire folk.
it's time for another Shire Folk shout out. That's not the word. Halfling shout out. Is it Shire Folk shout out? It is shout out. It is Shire Folk shout out. We know what we're doing. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much to all of our patrons, and in particular, these new patrons whose names we will begin reading now. Callan Michael Webster. Thank you, Callan Michael Webster. Thank you so much. I haven't gotten the list up just yet. <laughs> I will do the next one. Mengcha. No, Thank you, Mengcha. <laughs> okay, wait, okay, okay. I don't want you to do all of them. Hang on, give me a second. Give me a second. And give Lindsay Stevenson. No, Thank you, no. Lindsay. <laughs> Jeremy, oh, no. no Stephen gonna... Billington. <laughs> Jump in whenever you're ready, Liv. Bethany McPeak. Thank you <laughs> so, so much for everything that you Thanks, do. Stephen. And also for... For, 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 yeah, for, for everything. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. And Anna Bishop. Thank you, Anna Bishop. And Saga Nadal. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank that's you. actually a that's actually a reference to Naga Sadow, who's a Sith oh? uh, in Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Oh. So good one. So good one, Saga. Yeah, very nice. Good one. Yeah. Good one. Uh, and Garrett Street. Thank you, Garrett Street. I've never seen Garrett Street, but I imagine yeah. it's a lovely street. Yeah, I bet it's idyllic. I really, I really think it is. Um, henchman number 37, Henchman 37, uh, thank you so much. Uh, henchmen normally don't get that much praise. You know, they're just mm. like, they're, they're part of the uh, the many cogs that, that make the machine go. But you, you're a standout. Thank you. Mm. Thank yeah. you, Henchman. Yes. And Josh Boudreau, Bou- I'm guessing it's Boudreau. Boudreau? Jo- I, Boudreau? I said Josh. It's John Boudreau. John. I'm sorry. We're so good at this. John Boudreau. I think that's how I would pronounce it. Uh, mm. Thank you, John. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. Yeah, it really is. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, I love this one. Josh God. No, wait. Hang on. Oh, my Gosh. goodness. Oh, my God. Gosh, Josh. Exclamation Gosh, mark. Josh. Gosh, Josh. Uh, thank Thanks, you so Gosh. much for both um, being a patron, but also for the name that I just got to read out. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, have we lost a Jeremy? Oh, no, you're back. You're back. Hello. Yes. yes. Good. Oh, thank Good. goodness. Good. I was like, oh, uh, I got to the end of, uh, you're on, you're on, you're on, you're on the Daner one. Daner one. The yes, 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 yes. Daner yes, yes. one. Thank you, Daner one. Uh, so, or Danner. It could be Danner one. Either okay. way, thank you very, very much. Yeah. Whoever and, and whatever your name might be. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> um, Sarah, Christine, thank you so, so much for, for being a patron. Wow, Absolutely. Christine, more like pristine, am I right? Hey, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Brianna or Brianna Jansen Saldivar. I, mm. I hope I said that mostly correctly. It's thank beautiful. you so much, Brianna and or Brianna. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, big shout out to Sinclair. That's it. Mm. It's like Beyonce. I love it. What a what a name. Like I just yeah. I love that. I love that for, yeah. for you and for us. Thank you so much for being a patron. <laughs> hey, and next up, it's my pal, Rowan Dart. We've never met Rowan, but I'm calling you my pal for these purposes. Thank oh. you, Rowan Dart. An excellent name as well. Parasocial Relationship Jeremy is back. We love it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, and- the finger guns are out and they're coming for you. Oh, here they come. Uh, and, ne- and now also a single name. Uh, we've simply got Matt. A, a, a wonderful patron hey. called Matt. Hey, Thanks, Matt. Matt. How's it going? Thank you so much. Thank you. Next up, we got Fullerin Akinmade. 
thank you. I'm guessing it's Fullerin and not Fullarin. Even though I'm pretty sure I've had a character in Wagadu named Fullarin and probably mispronounced it. But regardless, thank you. I think I've seen you you on Twitter, actually. Uh, So thank you very much. Thank Thank you you. so much. So kind of you. Uh, Tiago Felipe, thank you so much for, for everything. Thank you for everything. And also being a patron. Um, and I hope that I said that correctly. I think uh, you did. That seemed that seemed I, on point. Yeah, I thought so too. I felt fa- I'm fairly confident. Yeah. 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 Katie Woody. Thank Ooh. you, Katie Woody. Katie Woody. <laughs> My pal Katie. That's who classic. I also don't know. Classic Katie Woody, who we don't know. Thank you so much for being a patron. Um, oh, Dennis Ribordi? Could be Denny. Denis Ribordi. Yeah, no, it's definitely Denis. Denis um, Ribaudy. Denis Ribaudy. Uh, thank you so much for being a patron and having such a gorgeous name that we just can't, we simply can't comprehend. I can't, anyway. So, yeah. Mm. Thank you so much. Our powers are not strong enough. They're really uh, not. Thank you, Tromorty. Tromorty. Yeah. Thank you. Tremort. Tremort. <laughs> Tremort. Tremort. Uh, oh, it's the same powerful. forwards and backwards. It's a palindrome. Oh, wow. My goodness, I love palindromes. I love how they use their smite to defeat their enemies. Oh, um, my goodness. Timothy, thank you so much. Wonderful patron. Jenna H. Uh, oh, thank you so much for, be- for, for being a patron. And and just, I love your air of mystery. What does the H stand for? Is it... Hi. You, you, you don't, we don't know. Stands <laughs> <laughs> for halfling. Uh, yeah. Wesley Ball, the... Excellent, always excellent, Wesley Ball. Thank yeah, you, yeah, Wesley. Yeah. Again, never met you. Yeah, forever excellent, you. though. This but, we yeah, know. we do appreciate. I feel bad for the people at the start of of these shoutouts who we were just like, hi, yes, hi, thank all you. All of yes, you good. were excellent too. You were all excellent. You were all excellent. Thank you so much. We know you all. No, we don't. Uh, and once again, simply Jordan. It's not simply Jordan. The name is Jordan. Um, thank you, but Jordan. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Really appreciate you being a patron and just being being you. Love that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's Charlie Searle. It's Charlie Searle. <gasps> That's not Charlie Searle over there, is it? Coming right round the bend. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Charlie Searle. We up. haven't met, but I appreciate you. Yeah, none of it. We haven't met any of you. Maybe, probably. Um, that we know of. Then we got Aaron. Aaron, big shout out to Aaron, you, um, who who is is fantastic and is a patron, and we're very grateful. Thank you, Aaron. Yes, and Benjamin McMullen. Thank you so much, Benjamin McMullen. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so good to see your name again. It's not the McMulster For- over there, is it? <laughs> oh, it's the McMulster. Oh, it's the McMulster. I I'm McMulling a- over that nickname. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Along uh. with that, we've got Rebecca Mergler. Um, pfft. Rebecca, what can we say? What, what can we even begin to say? Just big thank you. A bit, mm. big old thank you. Thank From you so much, Rebecca. From the bottom of our halfling hearts. From the bottom of our hearts. Uh, and finally, John McCabe. John McCabe, you have the same surname as a PC in a game that I play in. It's not a PC that I play, but it's okay. a PC that a friend of my girlfriend plays. Mm. Uh, the character's name is Cedar McCabe, and you are John McCabe. Is it so you? Thank you? Are you the character? Is it you? No, it's is not it my. John? It's not my PC. My PC's name is no. Sammy. No, uh, no, Jeremy. This is a question to John McCabe. Are you the player character? Whoa! So jo- you- Cedar changed their name to John. Yeah, uh, and hopped into our hopped into our Patreon. 
Oh my goodness! Wow. Oh, that art imitates life. Wow. Uh, life wow. imitates art. art. Uh, <laughs> thank wow. you so much, everyone, for being patrons. We really, really appreciate it. Um, stay tuned for some updates to the Patreon that we think are going to make you being patrons even more fun and exciting and wonderful. Um, because we appreciate you. Uh, thanks a lot, gang. See, see you later. Bye. <laughs> bye. <Bye-bye. laughs> That was a headgum podcast. That was a headgum podcast.